What is going on, squad? My name is Brian Mark. I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business without spending any money on ads, a website, or a funnel. I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month over the course of four years. And in the last two and a half years, I've worked with over a thousand online coaches and a hundred of them have hit $10,000 a month. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. What is going on online fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trader Podcast. This is the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, I'm joined by one of my coaches in the 10K Coaching Academy because we're doing a four-part series where we're, I'm introducing you to all the, basically the head honchos inside of the 10K Coaching Academy. Now, a lot of you that are in the academy, you're already familiar with these faces and that's amazing, but I really want to like bring these coaches out into the spotlight and show people like, yo, like who are some of the people that are responsible? for getting these students some crazy results that you guys are seeing on Instagram. So this is Coach Brady, mom of three, who hit $10,000 a month. Coach Brady, what's up? What's up? Super happy to be here, everybody. Happy freaking Tuesday. Happy freaking Tuesday. Now, me and you have like, we go way back. And I remember Coach Brady, like our interaction and our relationship started because she started following my podcasts and my posts. And this was back when you were a Beachbody coach. And I remember when you were following, you were like interested in like starting your own online business, but there was also a lot of fear. But you were like, every single day, you were watching the content. You were watching the content. You were studying the content. You were like asking me questions in the DMs. Let's go back to the early days. Let's people a quick backstory. Like I want to know kind of like where you were at, like when me and you first met. Oh my God. So I found you. It was just where I was, was not an awesome place. My husband basically had given me the end of my, my run. And I was like, okay, dude, you said, give you like two, three years, you were going to make this pop. And like, I had been, I was like showing up on social media. People knew who I was, but I lacked a lot of confidence in myself as far as like charging what I was worth. I was working super, super, super hard, very little return. I, I was very limited with what I could do for work because of where I live. I had given up like a really fulfilling career and just needed something that I could do from home and like raise my young kids because my husband was gone back to school in Nate and Edmonton. So yeah. he'd be gone all week. I was at home with babies and I was really limited. So I had been trying to grow in the online space and had the determination, had the vision and everything, but was constantly spinning my wheels. So mm. I had been with Beach body I started helping other beach bodies they were watching like inspired and I was spending about as much money as I was bringing in and it just wasn't cutting it so so I feel like your story is very similar to a lot of online coaches that are listening to this podcast right now like want to make it so bad like want to be successful tried it out on the trying it out on their own because if you're listening to this podcast there's no fucking way that you're not still trying but spinning your wheels and and we're gonna get into that and basically it's like a fast forward Brady ended up hitting ten thousand dollars a month with her kids but I want to give like, I really want people to understand your background and where you came from, Brady. So like, let's talk about the early days, like born and raised, like where were you born and raised? Like, let's talk about like, your upbringing. I was born in a little town, uh, Barhead, Alberta, like central Alberta. I yeah. was here for like a year till my parents split and my mom's originally from BC. So we hightailed it back to, to British Columbia, to the Sunny Shoe Swap. And that's where I grew up in Salmon in British Columbia. And that's where I met my husband. We ended up going to 
to high school together and didn't get together, but like we got together in our 20s. And he had a son from a previous relationship that was only a year old. And I really wasn't ready to have kids of my own. Yeah. Because I met somebody that, you know, you know what it's like that has yeah. a child. It's like, boom, okay, I can do this. I'm fucking doing this. And so then we like dated for a year, we're engaged for a year, got married, and then like got our family going. So I was hairstylist. I was a really successful hairstylist. Actually, my area was like Kelowna, between Kelowna, Kamloops, like that whole interior region. So I, yeah. I education for salon owners, for students in like schools and all this kind of stuff. And I really, really, really loved it. But my husband was not doing, we were both on commission-based jobs when the car industry kind of crashed in 2008, 2009. He walked away from his job to go back to school. And I was very pregnant with our third child and doing hair from home. And long story short, we decided to move back to Alberta. So I left a really awesome career and yeah. one that fulfilled me, made me really happy. I was pushing myself every month. Then we ended up back in Alberta and the rest is history. It was the best move that we could have made for our family. And now like it kind of pushed me. Like I was sad to like leave everything behind in my career. Yeah. But because of that move, I was really forced to build my own business, which is what I really wanted. I just didn't want it on anymore. Yeah, it's so funny because I feel like you're being a really successful hairstylist. It's really hard to give up something good for something unknown. It's like, but it sounds to me like it was kind of like, it was just like kind of like life just forced it on you. Like you had to move. And so basically had to give up everything, right? Yeah, I had to shift and I would do it again times a thousand because mm. I do believe that everything kind of happens for a reason. If Even if it doesn't feel that way, if it feels like unfair and we were yeah. in a position where we kind of had to decide and yeah. it was like starting fresh again, but it really forced me to kind of like look at my resources and it's like, what can I do? And mm -hmm. I said, to, well, like a few years ago, they're like, why are you online? I see you online all the time, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, everything's going to be online. And I said this like five yeah. years, everything is going to be online. So if you're not branding yourself on social media right now, you're screwing up. Dude, and I like, literally, yeah, yes, COVID, yes. Right? And not even just COVID, like guys, we are literally entering the fucking era of online training. And it was, it's yeah. funny because I feel like online. a lot of people that are listening to this right now think that like, on, it's like too late. Like, no, you are like very wrong. Like, let's just think about the impact that COVID-19 has had on the personal training industry, like the one-on-one -on -one training industry. Like it is straight fucked because like, even though we're like starting to go back to like gyms and everything like that, like there's a lot of people that are like refusing to get vaccinated. We're not going to get into the politics of that. But what I am saying is like those people that aren't going to go to the gym because they're not going to get vaccinated, like they still are interested in fitness and like online training is the fucking thing. It's becoming more convenient. It's becoming more mainstream. Like we're entering the era of online training. And so like, I think that the intuition that you had when you first started was smart and you ended up getting a jump start. And like, if you're listening to this, like it's still, there's still fucking time. Like I still have students that like come in, pop off on TikTok, hit 10K, right? It's like, it, it is still time. So what was it that like, you were a salon owner or sorry, you were in the salon, you were in the hairstyling. So like, what was it that made you realize that you wanted to do online coaching? Like, did you always have a passion for fitness? Like, why did you decide that you wanted to be a coach? I've always had a passion for fitness. I also always had a passion for smoking a pack of cigarettes a day. So oh, interesting. <laughs> I, was, I was a very heavy smoker. So when I was like on my mission to quit and I was going to be healthy, then I would be like every other client be like, rah, 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 the first two weeks, super excited at the gym yeah. every other day. And then I would start smoking again. And it was either going to the gym or smoking. And I would quite often choose smoking. I have a very healthy mom. You know, she was always, you know, getting us like I was a very healthy eater. She would get out and go for walks to deal with the stress. I would get out and walk. So I was always interested in taking care of myself at sports. I'm like five, three. I was the shortest, smallest kid in my class all the time. So yeah. I'm never good at sports, even though I tried every single sport out there. But I was always more muscular than a lot of the guys in my class when we were kids and teenagers. So I would be the girl in the back of the classroom, arm wrestling all the boys. And 
So I, I knew that I had a natural gift to build muscle. I just kind of like gravitated towards that as I got older. And I started hitting the gym on a regular basis, I think when I was about 19. Yeah. So it's been an off and on thing. But moving to Swan Hills, fast forward, we actually opened up a nonprofit gym because there was no gym here mm. when we moved. And so mm. a bunch of people got together and formed a nonprofit team and we built a gym and now we run a gym. So that it was like, okay, now we have a gym. I quit smoking. I started entering into Tough Mudders. So I did like three Tough Mudders. I did a Tough Mudder every year for three years. And it was just yeah. like that kept me from like going back to smoking. I just yeah. kept investing, 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 investing. Yeah. And then started asking me, what can I do? How can you mm. help me? Like I, they saw my results and how I quit smoking and just running the nonprofit gym. Like we couldn't have a trainer. We couldn't like legally have a trainer come into our nonprofit gym and train. Yeah. So I was kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. Like I really wanted to help these people, but it was kind of a conflict of interest that I, I couldn't work at the gym and like make money. So when I ran into Beachbody, because it was kind of like a loophole around it, I could still help people, but there was yeah. no conflict of interest with the gym, but, yeah. but no money. Yeah. So I want to kind of, I want to dive into that because I think that for those people that don't like, I don't really think anybody's really had an inside look at Beachbody. I don't think we've ever talked about it ever. Ne- definitely not on the podcast. So this will be super valuable for everybody that's kind of tuning in because it's really good to know the avenues that like they can pursue because, you know, it's it, it's aware. It's good to know what's out there. So how did the Beachbody structure work? And like, why wasn't it working for you? So with Beachbody, it's like your typical, you know, MLM, like, and it, it's quite like when we get advanced in the 10K Academy, the structure is almost quite similar where you have like your, you know, your top coach, like, you know, me or like you like the same structure as PT Dom. And then you start putting coaches underneath you and they start like, so that's what kind of happened. And I got really good at building a team and like building a leader and like motivating people. But like, once you give, like once you pay, cause you have to pay for like your, you know, Shakeology, you have to pay for your mm-hmm. product, like keep your coach status. So mm-hmm. I have quite a bit of money, like every month just to like maintain my status. And, you know, people get frustrated with MLM. So then they give up or they like go from one MLM to like another MLM. MLM, like shiny object syndrome, I needed like committed, like committed people, not somebody that was just like dabbling in it. But I wanted to learn everything. I didn't want to just know how to motivate people. I I knew how to like work out myself. I knew how to feed myself. But I quickly realized how big nutrition was a problem for a lot of people. Like people could crush their workouts, they could be motivated. But if they didn't know how to feed themselves properly, they were going to continue to struggle, especially like, you know, super obese people that like, yeah. we're stuck in that loop. And it was like, I couldn't help them without learning more myself. So question. So I want to go back super curious on how the structure works. So with Beachbody, so let's say, okay, so I'm a coach for Beachbody, I have to pay for the membership, and then I'm going to pay to keep my coach status. And let's say I'm selling a $99 program. I don't know how much how much are their programs? Oh, yeah, you could buy in for like $99 for your your subscription for like the year. Okay, so let's say I sell that, then like, how much do I make off of that? Like maybe $7, $7, like oh maybe $7. If you're That's crazy. So you'd have to sell like literally like thousands of people to like even make it okay. worth your money. Yeah. Like I think the biggest earning month that I had in Beachbody was maybe $2,000. Crazy. Yeah. So you were basically like working so hard to sign all these clients and build these teams and you were building like you were building a business that wasn't didn't belong to you. 
No, exactly. And I wanted to brand myself. I learned very early in the industry in the online space was to brand yourself, to not tie yourself with a company. And that's one thing that I was doing right. So people didn't know me as a beach body coach, they knew fitness coach. So that saved my ass because when I went full in with coaching with PT Dom, it was a very transition. I remember when you were were still working with Beachbody and then when you signed up with PT Domination, which by the way, took your husband an incredible amount of convincing because your husband's like, oh my God, you and I both were just like, how are we going to get this guy on the same page? (laughs) But now me and her husband are friends and we actually went over dinner and we were joking around. So we're good now. Everybody is, they, they let, they have a bromance. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. I remember like, it was really hard for him to basically get like, get the yes for you to join Pizza Domination because it's like, at this point, you had a bunch of business ventures that hadn't worked out or like the Beachbody hadn't worked out yet. And now you're like, hey, can I spend more of our fucking money? Can I please spend more of our money on an online program? Like, I'm sure like, what was his reaction to that? Go fuck yourself. I was not happy. And it did require me to convince him a lot. But what started to happen was like, I joined four clients in four days. Yeah challenges and just what I learned in that four days and I started to implement I kept showing him I was like look what I did every time I like had people reach out from a post yeah. that taught me how to do yeah I was like look what I did yeah and people started to like out of the woodwork it's like hey what are you doing you're yeah. doing something different what are you doing so this and then the convincing got a lot easier but I still had to, I sold my truck to like you know it was just like hey I'm gonna sacrifice my truck yeah and I gotta lose 2016 Jeep Renegade so I, you know, could afford the investment because it was yeah. like, this dude is the real shit. Like yeah. I need to do this. He's already showed me results in four days. And, you know, I don't have to have a website. I don't have to have click funnels. I don't have to do any of this. It was exactly it. What literally it was social so media. Just like now he's just like, he tells me every day. He's like, babe, I'm so proud of you. Like, I'm so proud of you. And I'm like, our life from two years ago is so different. It's hard because mm-hmm. like I was sweating, you know, spending $20 in the grocery store thinking my card was going to decline. Yeah. And now it's like, like making $10,000 a month. Like how, like how much different is your life making 10K a month? Like knowing that you have $10,000 coming in every month. It's that stress. Like I don't need a lot of things. Like I yeah. don't need a lot of, you know, fancy, like all that stuff is nice. We're looking yeah. at how we're now. It's just not waking up, stressing about how I'm going to pay my bills. Yeah. I feel that shit, dude. I feel that in my soul. Like I came from a background where like my family, like I was born and raised in a trailer park. I told you guys that before. And like coming from that background, like I remember I used to go to the convenience store when I was like 14, 15, 16. And it was like common for me to like, obviously I didn't get money from my parents. So it was common for me to like stick my debit card in and just like pray that it wasn't going to yeah. get declined. And it was like that until I was like 21, 22. Like I remember like always being like strapped for cash. Like I remember that feeling. Yeah. No, it's uh, it was a horrible feeling to just know that we were just living paycheck to paycheck. Like mm. two years ago, even though my husband has a really good job, like we yeah. were paycheck. And that was scary when you have three kids and it's like, how are we going to afford to 
like if they need money for school, if they need help buying a vehicle, you know, it was all that stuff that I don't have to stress about anymore. Mm, it's an amazing feeling. I will, I'll walk and wear old running shoes. I don't care as long as I have money in the bank and I know I can pay my bills. I'm yeah, that's so cool. I love that so much. Okay. So like the PT domination program, when we joined, obviously you're at like, you know, $2,000 a month for like your highest month on Beachbody. And can you talk a little bit about like what PT Dom did for your life? Because I feel like that is like the pivoting. Uh, that's like the pivotal reason that I think you decided to be coached. So I'm going to know like, what did joining PT Domination do for you and do for your family and do for your business and do for your client, all of it? Oh my God. Well, like I was really struggling mentally when I came in, super stressed, depressed. I was drinking, like binge drinking seven days a week. Like mm. I would come home from school, start making supper, then it would start. And I was just, I was extremely unhappy. Mm. And then to come into a group of people that had the same mindset that I did, that had the same struggles that I was dealing with, all of a sudden we were in like one room together. I'm alone. And um, everybody is so open talking about their struggles and like giving you advice. And it was just like, I found my people. And it made me want to level up because mm. like, yeah, just it's uncomfortable. And you know this, like yep. I've struggled in the past, like being surrounded by people that are always putting pressure on you. Like pressure is not necessarily a bad thing. It's it's a good thing. Pressure, like pressure makes diamonds. That's mm. kind of like how I look at it now. Just having that pressure on you to show up, to level up, to do better, to expect more for yourself. Like I fixed drinking. I've been inspired to now do can like compete in my second competition. Like all of that's happened because I've been surrounded by people that are like, you know, doing all the things that I thought were not possible for me. Like mm. I was afraid I was never going to be able to stop drinking. I was afraid that I was just going to be like floating through life without a purpose. And to me, that is like one of the, that's one of my ways to like waste my one opportunity. Mm. Now I feel like you are on purpose. Like, like talk about where you're doing now. Like I want to hear like now, like who's Brady now? Oh my God. Brady is somebody that gets up like most mornings now. I still really, really love my sleep and the competition. Like if I'm not sleeping well, I will sleep in because Nadine gives me shit if I don't get enough sleep. But you're like, you're doing fitness competitions now. <laughs> like you are like fucking crushing life. Thing, like meditating, like this was stuff. Like it's like, who are you? Never would have happened. Like I would, I was sleeping into the last minute, getting my kids to the school at the last minute, like going through my day, just stressed and overwhelmed. And now it's like, I get up at five, I gift my that two hours in the morning and you know make sure I'm taking care of myself mentally physically like meditation has changed my freaking life and yeah mm. like fitness competitions I love that shit like mm. I I was when I was afraid in the spring that fitness competitions weren't going to happen this year I got like I started to get super depressed and then I said to Nadine it's like I am not eating 2300 calories a day for nothing like we need to squash this shit like right now yeah. you know so yeah we lined up the next uh, fitness competition for October and it was just like I love having a focus. I love having goals. I love having targets to hit. If I'm kind of like free floating through my day, it's like, no, nah, you gotta, you gotta give me something. So yeah, it's totally different. Yeah. It's, it's cool because I think that like something that we don't talk about frequently, but I think it needs to be talked about more is like the real benefit of becoming a full-time online coach is it gives you like, it gives you the time to pursue shit that you actually enjoy doing like competing. Like when you're competing and you're working like a nine to five job and working eight hours a day, like for somebody else at a job you don't like it, competing is much more challenging. I promise. And I think that 
a lot of people don't really know the alternative because most people are working from that like lens of like, I've worked nine to five most of my life and I don't really know that there's another way. But like when you're an online coach, like you truly do make your own schedule yeah. in terms of like, yes, you still need to work, but you decide when you want to work. You decide when you don't want to work. You decide your days off. And so like, it really does open up like avenues to be able to pursue like things that you like. Cause that, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think you were competing before you became a full-time online coach, were you? No. So funny story. When I was 30, I started to, I quit drinking. We'd hit kind of a rough patch in our marriage and both decided to quit drinking. And I was like, I had been thinking about fitness competitions. It was something that always kind of like, like it was just a, something I always fantasized about. And it was yeah. just like, but I actually do it. Am I dedicated enough? So that was the time I decided, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm, you know, going to quit drinking. I'm going to quit smoking. And then I found out I was pregnant with Harlow. So mm. that kind of like squashed the whole fitness competition thing. And then we mm. moved. So it was always kind of in the back of my mind. But then it was during a Q&A in the academy where we got talking about fitness competitions and you were like, yo, every time I did a fitness competition, my business just like skyrocketed. 100%. So and I'm just like, so if I've been thinking about it, would it be a good move for my business? And you were like, yeah. Yes. And like the next day, I think I had Nadine lined up and it was a done deal. That was all you had to say. Like, <laughs> business and I get to compete. Okay. Yeah. Dude, I still think that. I st- For those people that are listening to this right now that are thinking about doing a show that are an online coach in my program, yeah. like, fucking do it. I still think I'm still doing that. Like I'm still like a walking fucking example. Like I'm not doing, or I'm not doing fitness coaching anymore, but I still believe that every time I do a show, my business levels up because it's just like the mentality, right? Like as an example, like today, my workout, I fucking like did not want to do it. It was super painful. It was like every part of my body, like wanted to go home, but like pushing myself through days like that is what makes you successful. You know, so it's like it, it develops grit. You're called an athlete for a reason because it does. It takes an enormous amount of like mental and physical grit to get through it and yeah. not do it. And if everybody could do it and it was easy, everybody would be entering in fit competition for year. But yeah, 100%. I love that. Coach, I want to say that for anybody that's thinking, because I've had people reach out and I know that they're coaches and they're, I'm trying to get them in the 10K. I'm getting them there. I'm getting them there. But it's like you can't, you know, offer to, you know, sell this to people or, you know, if you're not doing it yourself and I'm like, well, good to have coaches. So if you think you're good to have a coach, you need to get your head right because you can't preach what you're not practicing. I agree. If you don't have a coach for your business or your fitness, you're like, you're not invested in the whole mentorship process. And if you're not bought into the whole mentorship process, like how are you going to expect people to buy into you if you haven't bought in? Exactly. Exactly. And actually that I sold a few weeks ago. And as soon as I told her that I had coaches, she's like, yep, I want to work with you. All good coaches have coaches. Hmm. I love that. So I'm curious, let's talk about your impact in, you know, PT domination specifically, because you are one of our head coaches and you do run your own call. And I'm curious, like what, what was it that made you decide that you like wanted to work with me at PT Dom to like serve online trainers and help them grow? Cause I never wanted you to get rid of me ever. No, I, honestly, <laughs> Fair enough. I see people like men and men, not just women, but like, I see people come in that had the exact same struggle mm. that I, like, I did not have the self-belief in my abilities and you and I first got chatting and I was like, I'll never forget it. Like I was on the, I had so many people lined up that wanted to work with me because I had been creating so much more interest. Everybody knew I was doing different. And then the rumors started to go around that I was, you know, doing meal plans and all this stuff. So I had all these people lined up to work with me. I just couldn't take that next step and ask them. Because you're like, you're you're like, mind was blocking you. Like you like weren't, like you didn't believe that you could serve them. Nope. So I started at $150. Like you were like, yo, just like, even if you have to charge $150, 
$50 just to get your confidence up. Do it. So I did it. And it was like selling, 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 selling. It's like, whoa, okay, I can't have like 50 clients at $150 a month because I'm going to shoot myself. So yeah, every five clients, I just started to like increase my prices, increase my prices. And then it was like, people are like, you're giving your program away. Like you need to charge money. This is like so crazy. So it was like the belief came, but I wouldn't have been able to like actually take that first step without having like you to be like, you just got to, you just got to jump out of the nest and, and go build your yeah. wings way down. And it was like, I could not have done it without you, without PT Dom. And that's what made me want to be a coach. It's like, I was so inspired. I mm. was so stuck. I was so desperate to like, just do something that not only was going to bring in an income, but I needed mm. to do something I was passionate about. Mm. I have parents that came from the corporate world, government jobs, and they were just going through the motions and they hated that and they waited for the weekend. I didn't want to live my life on the weekend. I mm. wanted to get up every day with a purpose, feel passionate about my job, feeling like I was making a difference. And I see that in PT Dom. Like there's so much opportunity there. I just, I never want to leave. You're never giving, ever. I'm never leaving. Dude, I like, I fucking, I, obviously I run PT Dom, but I fucking love PT Dom. Like the culture that we have and the community that we have and the the like the winning team that we have and just the, the vibe of our 10K Coaching Academy is so strong and so powerful. It's just like, I, yeah, I love it. And it's so, I love that we're doing interviews with the coaches because it just reminds me of like why we do what we do, you guys. Like I love, like it makes me so happy that I was able to make such a profound impact on your life that you like were so like dedicated to come work for pizza. Now, I'm going to do the same thing for other people. Like that's super cool for and me. And not just me. Like you've made an impact on my whole family. Mm. Like actually my son who might be listening to this, Reese is at the gym right now. He's tuning into your podcast and he's going to be 20 next one. And now man. he wants to be an online coach too. My man, Reese, what's up, bro? Yeah. So he listened to the podcast yesterday when Nick was on. I'm like, so what did you think about that? And he's like, that's super freaking cool. I'm like, you're 20. Like Nick's only three years older than you. Like, so he's actually signed on as a client. So I'm going to start working with him. We're going to get some transformations. He's going to like kind of learn the process. And then my plan is just to bring him into the 10K and he can learn from all the sharks. Oh, it's so cool. That makes right? it so happy. He might be my first coach under me. So I'm, I'm going to start grooming him. I might get the family all involved. We'll see. That's so fucking cool. I love it so much, you guys. That makes me so freaking happy. Yeah. Okay. So Brady, what sort of impact do you have on the 10K Coaching Academy slash what sort of impact do you want to have? And like, you know, what would you say is your specialty? My specialty, I think is just, yeah, a lot of like compassion. Like I can be a badass. I can be like the wolf, you know, whatever. But I like to just have that softer touch, that compassion. Like I've always loved counseling, therapy, all that kind of stuff. I just yeah. want to give like men and women just that, like that self-belief that they're lacking. Yeah. And like, I want to be that person that believes in them when they don't believe in themselves. And yeah, I just, I think with all the coaches that we have, we all bring something different to the table. So yeah. have a lot of like, you know, testosterone flying through our group. So <laughs> be the little bit like, I like to be the mama bear. They actually started to nickname me uh, the 10K mama. So there we go. Uh, so I like to be the mama bear in the group and, and make sure everybody's doing good and safe and getting along and yeah, just leveling up. Leveling I love up. that. I love that. But I would agree with that. I think you are the mama bear of the group. And I think that you balance out all of our fucking. <clears throat> but I can, I can swing like, you know, yeah. like you put me in the group of boys and I, I can totally uh, hold my own ground. I grew up all around boys, male cousins, brothers, everything. So I feel comfortable with it, but I do like to bring that balance. It's the Libra in me. I got to yeah. bring this to the table. I yeah. love it. Okay. So for all the online trainers that are listening to this podcast right now, all the new coaches that are listening to this podcast, all the people that are tuning in that are like, that are, you know, they're here and they want to hear, like, they want to hear from Brady. Like, what would you say? Do you have any like golden nuggets slash in 
insight slash secrets that you'd like to share with the podcast to help new online trainers that are looking to get their business off the ground? Oh my God. Number one, you have to get into the 10K Academy because it's going to freaking change your life. Did mine. Like I, I could sit here all day and tell you all the benefit, but um, finding somebody that you believe in or the, sorry, that believes in you, that you believe in them and they believe in you because it's such a, if you're trying to build your online business, no matter what it is, like it's a scary road. It's so easy to give up. You yep. have surrounded by a support group of yep. people understand what you're going through because it's just, it's all too easy to just like walk away because it's going to get hard. Building your business takes a lot of discipline, a lot of it, the ability to see the long-term vision, push you, you can be as determined as like you can, you can be determined as it gets, but if you're not surrounded by the rebel, that's all you can get. Like you call me on my shit when I need to level up. Like I need that. You know, it's not the same when it comes from your spouse or your mom or your friends. Like it's, yeah, like it makes a big difference. So just go for it. And people believe in you way more than you believe in yourself sometimes. So that's why it's important to, to find the right people to stand in your corner and just, just fucking go for it. If you have that vision and you have that belief, don't let it die. If you don't want to have a corporate job, if you don't want to have a nine to five, like I've always had that entrepreneurial vision ever since I was little. I knew what I didn't want. I knew what I did want. And I just didn't give up. I fucking love it. I want to touch on that because I think that that is a key point that everybody needs in their life right now. And so I want you guys to write this down and I want you guys to say this out loud is find somebody who believes in you. Find somebody who believes in you. And that's everything, right? That is absolutely everything. Because think about this for a second, you guys, like if you're the only person in your fucking corner and like you want to build this online business because everybody operates from this like limited lens, like most people don't understand what leverage is. And so most people are like operating, thinking that the only way to hit $10,000 a month is to work 400 hours at $25 an hour. And then they think it's impossible in order to hit 10K. And so when you tell them like, oh, I want to make 10K online, they like don't understand that. And so they're telling you to go back to school, get another job, stay in corporate. And like a lot of people just aren't to be in your corner, not because like they're bad people, but because they just don't understand leverage. And so they're trying to push their beliefs on you. So you need to have, you need to have people that believe in you and you need to have those people in your corner to fucking tell you, like, get your ass, like go on social media, get your ass posting, like book fucking role plays. Like you can fucking do this. Like every knows one step close to a yes. Like you need people like that because mm-hmm. Brady is right. It's so easy to give up when you don't have that because it can get super discouraging growing your coaching business as like your, it's like, it's hard. It's hard shit. It's one of the fucking hard ever had to do in my life ever had Mm. to do Mm. would like, you know, build my own business, but like believe in myself. And that was like one thing that that really made me stay was like, you can borrow that belief. And you said it, you can borrow that belief for me until you believe in yourself. And then I I did. I have said that to you. You can borrow the belief that you can borrow my belief in you until you believe in yourself. Yes, I have said that to you. Brian believes in me. If Brian sees something in me and he's done it, then I can fucking do it too. Boom. Yeah. And you fucking did it mom and fucking three hit ten thousand dollars a month 20 is my next goal coming let's fucking go working on it. Let's fucking go. So guys, that is Coach Brady. Coach Brady, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. That was super valuable. There are people that are literally going off right now. If you are tuning in the live right now, the live stream comments are going off. Actually, a couple of people that are like, I'm in for the 10K Academy, which is amazing. I love that. So Brady, you were so inspiring that, that you inspired some people to take action today, which is so cool. I absolutely love that about you. Where would you say, where do you want people to find you? Let's say that somebody was like, dude, I love this chick and I want to freaking find out more from Brady. Where, like, where do they go? So on Facebook, it's Brady Lane Sean Heider. 
Heider. And on Instagram, it's Brady underscore Sean Heider. Yeah, you can find me on TikTok, uh, Brady Lane, same thing. And yeah, I've just been going live. I try and go live a few days a week and bring you some knowledge bombs. And yeah, I love it. Thank you so much for having me. I freaking love it. It's the best. You did really good. I'm really impressed. So guys, that's it. That's all. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is the Change Make Money Online Trainer Podcast, the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. Peace and love. Have the best day of your entire life. And I'll talk to you soon. 